whenever you're ready. Oh <laughs> my God. Jessica. I've never been called a fox. <laughs> Dana. That's a classy name for a Harry. I like it classic. Okay. Do you? <laughs> Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. Sure. Out with the bad and in with the good, motherfuckers. That's right. Jessica. Dana. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I got the burps today. Uh, Welcome to the Rants and Raves (laughs) podcast. I'm Dana Powell. I'm Jessica Young. And we are here to burp and rave. rave. No joke. I am not feeling great today. I'll just let you know. I hate indigestion. And you know what? Not kidding by offering this. Have you tried some good old-fashioned Alka-Seltzer? Oh, God, no. That'd make me vomit. Sometimes I thought you were going to say Sprite or something. (laughs) I was like, I'll go get some after this. You know what? I would have normally. uh, Remember, like, if you had a sick stomach or whatever, your parents would maybe give you some ginger ale. That was, like, the old cure-all. I guess we were poor and just had Sprite. We, I don't like gin, or no ginger, ginger ale. ale is not fancy, milady. Oh, is it That's, just gross then? No, it's, <laughs> it's Canada dry. You don't. You never had ginger ale. You can't ale. throw Canada into the name of something and act like that makes it good. That is the brand. Canada dry was king of ginger ale by, I believe, the. I don't know if Canada dry was the name of the company or the soda, but. Maybe it was made by Schweppes. Yeah. Anyways. I yeah. I once made a spec commercial for Schweppes that I thought oh. was very funny. Thank you. <laughs> um, I, I went just to get don't it. like ginger ale. Well, guess what? Mm. There ain't no ginger in it. It's uh, high fructose corn syrup. I. Oh. This could be a rave. A, a rave. A rant in itself. There's no ginger in it. And I'm furious. It's like made with real ginger. And if you read the ingredients, number one ingredient is high fructose corn syrup. I didn't know that either. I thought it was some healthy something. No. Like a ginger beer, which is non-alcoholic. And there's uh, like the famous company in those little brown bottles called Bundaberg. It's from Australia. Ginger beer is like a root beer, right? No, it's real spicy because ginger is spicy. I, you would hate it. I don't like ginger beer. I do not. I did like a ginger ale until I knew it was just a can of high fructose corn syrup, and that ain't going to help nobody. No, but some Sprite or some mm-hmm. uh, 7-Up, that'll calm your tummy down. Yes. Uh, I feel like I may have, it's funny, Dan Tipton just texted to see how I was feeling because I've not been feeling good all morning. I had to get up early for a self-tape, and I was saying to Jessica, this is how mean I am. Here this man is helping me do this self-tape before. Self-tapes are ruining marriages. I hope that the industry knows this. I'm not the only one saying this. It's the truth. Of course. Anyway, I wasn't feeling good, and I did something that he found funny, which is so nice. He laughed really hard at it, and I stared at him because we were done shooting, and I go, no, I get it. It's funny, but I don't feel good, okay? How, what a monster! <laughs> what a monster! Uh, were you annoyed by it, which is understandable when you don't feel, or were yes. you like, let's just move on so we can be done with this? A little bit of both, I think. I, I totally get it. <laughs> I don't 
I but do. I did text him and I was like, I'm sorry. I was so horrible this morning. You were so kind to help me out. Thank you. I love you. Have a wonderful day. Aww. I felt so bad. He was like, it's okay, honey. You just don't feel good. So he just was checking on me. I can't help That's but think sweet. this is my fault, though. What do you mean? I, well, because I told you what I think oh. it may be. <laughs> yes. So these these episodes are coming out a little further apart because Jessica's traveling. But for the purposes, the context of this story, I'll let you know. Easter was just a week ago. Okay. <laughs> yes. And nobody in my house likes boiled eggs but me. Invite me over, sister. I mean, I love them. Me too. I, Love them whole. I love them sliced. I loved them whipped up into an egg salad. Mm -hmm. So Easter is like Christmas for me when it comes to foodies because Mm -hmm. this is something no one else will steal. No one else will eat it. (laughs) So I really took advantage of that. And I made myself one night. So like two nights ago, I made myself a four egg egg salad and I ate every bit of it. Great. Okay. I didn't even put it between two slices of bread. You want to know how fancy I got? What did, what did you put I it took on? two slices of bread mm-hmm. and I scooped egg salad and ate the corners. Great. Bit by bit. It felt fancy. It felt delicious. So I did that two nights ago. And then the next night I did four more eggs. I love it. So I had... Eight eggs in two days. And then yesterday, Dan Tipton made me an egg sandwich for breakfast. Ooh. So, oh, yeah. They're good. Excellent. Egg and cheese on a bagel. Mmm. Cooks it the up best. on the stovetop. Oh, toast that bagel. Oh, he good. It's good. It's good. Um. So, anyway, I am just burping eggs. And my tummy is going, oh, constantly and i feel grouchy and i feel horrible i get it so that's where i'm at happy easter (laughs) out of curiosity were these eggs fresh no not that were they decorated and by decorated i mean dyed dyed yes so our friend Sarah made a ton of eggs for her girls to decorate. And she said, I know you love egg salad. Can I interest you in some eggs? I'm like, you don't even have to finish the sentence. The answer is yes. When can I come get them? She's like, hold, hold your horses. They haven't even decorated them yet. I'm just seeing. <laughs> Cause I was like, I'll come over right now and get them. But like, Easter buddy hasn't <laughs> even come yet. Of course I had to be that person um and i was like well are they dyed is it a vegetable dye is it food safe like i'm picturing from the drugstore pause wasn't that the brand when we were yeah yeah yeah. that's like the writ dye of the egg world maybe i'm wrong but i'm like is this the equivalent of like tie-dye and eggs and then that shit seeping in and i'm gonna be eating a blue egg and maybe die from i've ate a blue egg before i didn't this time then oh yeah None of them uh, seeped through. None of these were seepers. That's I what she said. Pause. I do, I used I don't know something from Target. 
Yeah, she said unless it cracks, it won't turn. And I'm like, okay, that makes sense. And then I felt like, well, I'm going to just consider that shell a natural barrier and it's safe. Just shows you how much I love eggs because I ate it clearly without looking into it any further. Oh, same. I've eaten a blue egg. I'm like, let's just die. I mean, they know we're going to be eating these. It has to be okay or somebody would too. Although this Lucky Charms issue has been going on a while now. I don't know what it'll be like when this episode comes out, but mm-hmm. boy, I've mm-hmm. been hearing it for a solid two or three weeks now. Yep. And now they're saying, okay, we're going to start looking into it. Tell I'm people like, if they don't know about this. Oh, yeah. Lucky Charms are making people sick. Lots of people, actually. Is it from FD&C number four? Like, is it from the dye color? Or I don't know that they know what it is right now, but a bunch Ooh. of people started saying they were getting nauseous and having stomach troubles. Mm. And na- and like they were like, no, somebody's, you know, there's all kinds of weird food stuff going on. People are sneaking secret conspiracy notes into food and stuff like that. What? Have you heard this? No. People are finding food with like weird future predictions and stuff, I think. I don't know. I'm talking out of my ASS now, but it oh, is people are finding God. notes in their yogurts, in their packaged foods that they're bringing home. Somebody is planting notes in there and their weird like conspiracy and future things. Okay? Oh, Lordy, Lord. So no. that's happening. And then now people find that they were like, they're just trying to whip up a frenzy. It's a story, it's an urban myth. And it's like, nah. People are really getting sick. Uh, that's insane. And I'm just over here jet propelling myself with egg burps. I don't know what's <laughs> going on in the world. <laughs> oh I'm still thinking about that creep who tried to act like there were shrimp tails in his cinnamon toast crunch. Oh, right? People are weird Buzz off. Food. Buzz off. I mean, listen, nine out of ten of your rants are about food. And I worked in the food industry. Like people, How get dare touchy. you? People get touchy about their food. <laughs> Just so you know, that is burning in my mind now because you have made your peace with that to where I changed my rant. I think if it was for last week and this week, I don't know. I actually changed it. I'm like, oh, God, she's going to be like, here we go with another food rant. I don't. <laughs> don't do that. Whatever. It's not like we have a ton of other things going on that we can pick apart at this moment. For real, though. That's the sad I mean, truth. I feel like we're all so over COVID and everything, but you just had it. If you're watching the news, numbers uh-huh. are going up everywhere. Major. And now masks are somewhat optional in this area. Now, when I went to Huntington Beach, not a mask in sight. And uh-huh. my son even said, why isn't anyone wearing a mask? It bothered him. But um, then here... A lot of people are still wearing masks, but if you go anywhere out, like uh, anywhere Deep Valley-ish, no masks. Correct. So, but I'm like, I want to go do things. They're starting to do things now. You and I were supposed to go see a play, which you told me we missed because I'm dumb. Um, But we didn't do that. And then, like, there's some new, like, weird, I don't know if you've seen this, Gabe Hotel is doing, like, a dinner and dancing and live music thing now. And it's like a haunted, you know, flapper era thing. Oh, wow. And I told Dan Tipton, I was like, I have to do this. But it's like, is it safe to do it? Jessica just got COVID. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, that there's not, it's not. And, like I'm, and I'm triple vaxxed. I just yes. read an article about, as I'm saying that, I've already oh my muted myself gosh. 20 times, but here, here we go. <laughs> Sure, you could be like, why does she keep muting? Because I'm sneezing and 
coughing my brains out. That was That's me just... this week too, but I think mine was just allergies. Oh my god. Um, I don't even remember what I was saying, but oh, the article was literally titled "Why Do Some People Get COVID and Others Don't When They're mm. All Triple Vaccinated?" Yeah. Uh, don't know, but I do I don't know either, that but I do don't know want some... it again. No, ma'am. Some people are already starting to get their second booster, which in some I ways know. is encouraging because it's like, okay, we're moving through. We're getting closer and closer to just like, oh, this is a flu shot, you know, mm. um, which would mean that the that it's getting less powerful. I think I hope I don't know. I don't know. I don't I'm either. not a doctor. I'm not a doctor. Um. I'm going to try and get through this episode burp free. Oh, my God. From this moment on, because I've already burped a few times. You just don't know it. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, how was your week, Jessica? Before, Since I just overtook the entire opening about food. Absolutely not. Um, I will tell you the uh, most interesting part of my week is that there is um, some type of creature living in the vent that goes up from the fan in my bathroom and how did i discover this yesterday i was sitting on the toilet and i heard an unmistakable scratching like creep show like the telltale heart a fingernail on the wooden <laughs> planks of the floor kind of scratching i would have flew off that toilet so fast go ahead i did it was <laughs> so unmistakable and i'm like Okay, this is not an insect. It might be a human because it's I, that's so what loud I was and say, aggressive. <laughs> and I don't know if it's in the wall beside or next to me or above me. And I leapt up and I turned around, and there was what looked like termite shavings and a whole bunch of pine straw that had clearly come through the fan vents. So there's Shut something up in there. Don't know what it uh. is. But oh my god, it's definitely digging with its claws. It's unmistakable the sound. Ew. And now I'm petrified. And Do I'm you, like, dude, you said it's in the fan. Can you just leave the fan running and scare it? That's what Alan said. So of course I'm not trying to hurt whatever it is. Um, and of course I also have images of like the show ER and the guy losing his arm from a helicopter propeller. I was like, am I going to turn on the fan and it's going to be like. <laughs> Everywhere. And that's not the so. case. I've also been very courteous. I've been knocking very yeah, loudly and aggressively. Hears, it'll run. Yeah. Well, it's back. And I keep turning the fan on and off periodically, just trying to get it to go away. But it's like, I think it's something that's nesting. So that could be a squirrel. It doesn't sound like a bird at all. You need um, to get it out. But I, know. I wonder if canned air, like, horns would scare it away like every time you walk in there it's just you know i would that somewhere dana that somebody. will give me a heart attack oh, i can't okay. handle those the foghorn i yeah. cannot handle it i jump out of my seat while i'm driving the car and they play it on a radio station it's like bah, 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 bah. can't do it oh yes like the jock cannot <laughs> do it. yeah can't do it <laughs> I used that to train my kitty cats. What did I use it for? I should use it what? again because Cutter keeps scratching on the and end of my thing. You still have all of your hearing? Well, we just do it quick, like boop, boop, and it tear, like they jump out of their skin. But I just then, almost choked. 
one day though, back before COVID, when I was allowed to have a housekeeper, yes, <laughs> you know, they come in a team and uh-huh. they were laughing and playing with it, but it was terrorizing my cats. Oh Lord, have mercy. Um, yeah, but I may need to get another one. Those cutters been scratching at something. Ooh. Although How about just not- a water bottle? I know she doesn't care about that. I she do doesn't? That. No. That's why I moved on to the air horn oh, because Lord have mercy. she'll look you straight in the face and you can shoot her between her, your, her eyes. She could care less. She could care less. She's like, don't you know I'm a demon? That's uh, classic cutter. Update on cutter, though. She is feeling better. She's really getting back to her nasty, nasty Aww, self. So yeah. that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Although I think it made her go. I guess they do love me because she has been coming for head scratches and usually we can't touch her. Really? Yeah. She's like, Aww. they won't let me die. Because, you know, we've been very attentive to her. Very, We have to give her medicine twice a day. Oh, my God. Anyway. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. So we got to get that thing out of your bathroom. Yeah. Heaven forbid you're sitting on the toilet and something falls into your lap. Lady, I already thought about that. I'm like, what if it's like a big fat raccoon and it's just like, boom. And I'm telling you from experience, you will hurt yourself trying to get out of there. Remember when I told you the clear baby spiders were raining down on my head while I yeah. sat on the pot? Now, I would literally I be taken myself. away to a loony bin. I was covered in bruises trying to get out of that not messy and nothing in the floor bathroom. I just was throwing myself so hard. <laughs> oh, my God. We don't want that for you. Absolutely not. Especially if it's got claws. It'll scratch your bait. <clears throat> Seriously. Those poor baby spiders. They couldn't have done anything to me, but, boy, I was afraid of them. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, is, do we have anything... <laughs> Anything no. else horrible in our report? No. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get started then. You're up All first with right. rants, right? Yes. Well, again, I we know how I can get myself into trouble by blanketing a rant. I'm going to just try to keep this very specific to what it is. But it's under the guise of keeping your word, being respectful, don't keep people waiting. Um. So, uh, I have a dear friend from many years ago in LA. He is one of my dearest friends to this day. He was also like uh, a mentor to me in retail and really just kind of in life. Um, he, I think is like 15 years older than me and is an artist and he worked at an art gallery here. So he got me really exposed to like a lot of amazing art and he used to always invite me to the openings um, he took me to my first Sunset Junction and taught me which kerchief means what, depending on what color it is and what pocket it's in. Hey, uh-huh. Sunset Junction was like, I mean, I guess Pride has always been going on, but Sunset Junction used to be like such an incredible thing. I don't think it goes on anymore. It was where Silver Lake and I don't know, Hollywood meet. It's literally the area is called Sunset Junction and they would just close down the streets and it was live music and vendors and food. It was I I ever knew that it was really, really fun. And it went down the tubes, I think, because the person who was running it, like, you know, messed up with money and got into some trouble and all that jazz. Um, Anyways, 
my friend lives in Berlin now. He was oh. dying to move there, and that was like his dream, and he prepped for it for a while, and he is there and very happy. Why Met his Berlin? husband there uh, because of the art scene. Wow. There was like a major resurgence. I mean, Berlin's always been a very artsy city, but there was a big resurgence of it probably within the last 20 years. And uh, I did not know that. Yes. So he loves it. He met his husband there. Also, he took immersion. I think it was like 3,000 hours of language that you have to take uh, if you want to become a German citizen. So it's really cool. Anyways, a friend, a mutual friend, but like someone who's also currently a dear friend in my life is overseas right now doing like, you know, Comic-Con E type of things like oh, signing fun. autographs, making appearances, whatever. Gotcha. He was on a, like a fantasy show. I was going to say, was... are you trying to keep it a secret? What? No, I'm just trying to keep people's names out of it oh, to okay, be respectful. Gotcha. Okay. Um, <laughs> so he hit me up and he's like, oh my God, I'm in Germany and some of the people I'm traveling with want to go to Berlin. Can you give me so-and-so's number? I want to see if he can give them some suggestions. I'm like, yeah, sure. I said, actually, because he's in Europe, we always talk through different platforms. I don't even know his number because I never call him on the phone. We call on Skype or Zoom right. or Messenger. I know or whatever. nobody's numbers anymore, ever. Uh-uh. So I asked my friend and he goes, yeah, of course, send him my number, tell him to reach out. So long story short, they talked for like 20 minutes and my friend said, what am I doing? Why are we still on the phone? I'm going to see if they'll change my flight. I've got to come see you now that we've talked. Oh, my gosh. Right? So I was ecstatic. My friend that's still living in the U.S. called me. He's like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. I'm really crossing my fingers that they'll let me change the flight. And I'm going to go see him. And we're going to be calling you. And I'm like, yeah, I can't wait. I'm so glad you guys are going to hook up and see each other. So we cut to this morning, which is evening in Europe. And my that's friend Europe. Tec- that's mm-hmm. Europe for some of our listeners. <laughs> my friend texted me and said, he said his husband's name and him. We've been waiting here for over an hour and he has not shown up. I am so angry and we're Wait, leaving. Your friend changed their flight and everything and then the person never showed up? No, no, no. My friend changed his flight and all that. And then my friends that live in Germany were waiting for them for over an hour. They were in Berlin. Oh. They just didn't make it there or notify them that they would be running late or anything else. So my friend started messaging me and I said, I am so sorry and I'm mortified I feel like you're mad at me. I'm sorry, but I can't control this person. I, I I don't know what to say other than I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. And I'm shocked because they were so excited to see you. He then immediately called me. We ended up talking for like an hour and a half. Uh, and he was like, this is not a reflection on you. It's not that. I'm sorry. I'm just venting. He's like, I've, and he's super social my friend but he goes i kind of basically turned into a hermit during covid and this was a big deal for me going out and i haven't seen or heard from him in 15 years so for us to really put in the effort and get ourselves together and go out on the town to meet someone for dinner and have them not show up he goes i'm done i don't want to talk to him if he calls you or asks you tell him he can f off 
He goes, I don't want to talk to him. I'm done. Wow. <laughs> so my point is, in this day and age, you have enough ways to try to reach someone. Yeah. Did your other friend ever reach out to you? No. I think he I mean, probably knows better. He's not dead, right? No. Oh, no. He started blowing up my friend's phone. He's oh, alive. Okay. 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 <laughs> I was Just like, doesn't know how to manage You're going to have to apologize and... for this on Dateline. You're no, going to have to be like, no, I feel no, no, bad no. because I thought he was just being a jerk. Also, that's why my friend was so angry. He's like, don't tell me that your Wi-Fi is messed up or because you're in here when you've been here for two weeks and sent me a million voice memos, videos on WhatsApp. I saw you this morning drinking uh, and you sent me a video of that. So don't tell me now that your Wi-Fi is just magically not working when you were supposed to be somewhere to meet me. Yeah. Why would you do that to somebody? I don't know. But my rant is that I feel bad. I don't like people being disappointed. Also, I don't like hooking people up in life or with work or anything else, unless I know it's a sure thing. Now, we can't control everything in life, but you know this, and I'm sure you're the same way. If I'm going to recommend someone, I don't care if it's for something in the professional acting world or i feel this way with all of my cop jobs because i've been finding the actors for them for the last 20 years Mm -hmm. i don't ever ever submit someone unless for a fact i know not a chance in hell that they will cancel not be great not be on time all of that you did those with me years ago i I only recommend people that i know are the real deal because that's also my name on the line. That's of my course. reputation. Of course. And I respect and appreciate the people I work for enough in all aspects of life. I'm not going to send you some wanger. Is that even the right word? Some I think it no can be show, used for that. No yeah. Go, right? Yeah. So I'm just, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed in my friend for causing all this craziness and havoc only to let someone else down. And then for that person to be disappointed in me. And he said, he goes, I have to be honest with you. He goes, it just doesn't bode very well for people from LA. This is the fourth person from LA to come out here to ask us for suggestions or can we meet up? Somebody asked him, can he take her daughter out to dinner? She'll be there because she's studying abroad. The girl never showed up and said, don't tell my mom. Uh, another thing he said, he invited people that asked if they could do an internship at the gallery he was at for college credit. He said, of course he set up the internship. He took them to some grand gala in Berlin that had was like super high profile. He goes, this was like the creme de la creme of the art world. He's like, and this girl showed up drunk as shit with Mm -hmm. her boyfriend acting a fool so he goes i'm sorry he goes this has nothing to do with you but it's just this is now i'm done this was the fourth Mm -hmm. bad experience of someone flaking disappointing being messed up and or being totally inappropriate and disrespectful and now his husband thinks everybody from la is a freaking flake how could you blame him yeah how could you blame him i'm sure well i mean usually when there are broad stereotypes like 
people from LA are flaky. There's a reason why that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I live here and I would be like, yeah, people from LA are flaky. <laughs> right? Uh, what a disappointment. I know. And also, it sucks that you got brought into it too. You know, I haven't set I anyone up romantically oh, very God. many times in my don't. life. I think Please don't. twice in my life and both times were horrible. And yes. Well, it was so terrible because I set up two people that at the time I was friends with, I liked them both. And the one said something so horrifically scarring about the other in an intimate way that oh. I was like, never again. I think that was like 2007. Oh, God. <laughs> and it was information I didn't need or want. Yep. And it was horrible. Or like I remember one time I was working with someone and their marriage fell apart and they met somebody else. And when the separation happened, took a trip with that new person and the old person came home and found the new person's luggage (sighs) in their house and immediately texted me, what's going on? Whose luggage is this? Mm -hmm. Did they meet on the job you just did? I mean, I was in and I just didn't respond. And I texted that other person and said, you need to get your spouse, be it former soon or not, off of me. Because I don't Uh want anything to do with this. Yes. I mean, you feel bad. But you also feel bad. It's like weird when you're in a situation. And finding another woman's luggage in there. I can't. But I cannot be involved in this. Yep. You know? No, it's awful. And yes, I tried fixing people up one time and one time only. It was in college. Never again. Well, I told you my one of my friends said that another friend had a stinky milky P-U-S-S-Y. So that was the end for me. Oh, Kelly Clarkson. (laughs) You know, if I'm spelling something, it's because it really hit me hard. (laughs) Oh, my God. And I had to see this person many, many, many times a week for a long, long time. And I was like, I I don't know how to handle this information. (laughs) I can't. So gross. And the other person was mad at me for hooking them up as if I ask my girlfriends when right? I meet them, do you have a stinky milk? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this just got off the rails. We should move on. <laughs> yes. I will tell you to wrap up this rant. I apologized profusely and I told him, I said, Tell your husband that on the flip side, one of these days when I am in Europe and I finally meet him, that I will be the complete opposite. And he's going to be saying, your friend Jessica is nice and all, but can you tell her it's time to go? (laughs) I said, he's going to be pushing me out the door and saying, okay, we've spent a lot of time with her. That's enough. He's going to be like, people from L.A. either flake or move in. There's no in between. (laughs) telling you and i am one of those people that i tell i tell you this all the time i tell our friend sarah this there are multiple people where i say you have to understand i feel like i do have a filter and i'm self-aware and things like that but when i am with someone whose company i enjoy you do have to say jessica i'm tired or i gotta go or i i'm sorry i'm the same way too yeah i'm like you've gotta there's gotta be an end point because i'm really bad at assuming that and I'm like, well, she seems to be still enjoying herself. I'm just going to open another beer. And just... <laughs> oh, I don't even like do a check in. I'm like, I think I just assume if I'm not tired, nobody is, which is terrible. Same, same. But, but once my mouth gets started, it's like a wind up toy. You know, it just keeps going and going. 
That's why I have a podcast. <laughs> like, how many people would wake up and be like, I don't feel good. And I'm like, nah, I need to talk. <laughs> That's me too. <laughs> That's me. Birds of a feather, lady. <laughs> All right. Well, I are are you done? Yes. That oh, was yes. a that was a very understandable and relatable rant. And right? I when you were telling me, I felt like ugh, nervous. Like when is the friend gonna text? It, yeah, it's all shades of yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry that happened to both of you. I think they haven't texted me because they know that I'm gonna come out yeah. of my shell. I don't yeah. really mince words, and I think they know that I would be mad. So they have not reached out. Mm, I hate that. Yeah, I'll hear from him next week when he's back in the country. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, my rant is from a listener. Mm-hmm. So you guys get a break from listening to me talk oh about God. how much I'm burping. Uh, I'm not going to use this person's name. So here we go. Yep. Hey, ladies, I'm sending in my first rant. I'd like to be semi-anonymous. That's fine. They said we could use their first name, but I'm not going to. I love and appreciate your work. Your voices are needed in this crazy world. Okay. A few episodes ago, Dana mentioned the heartache that comes with doing the right thing and being punished for it, and her rant struck a nerve with me. Mm. I work in education. When I read that, I was like, oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I bet. Oh. I work in education and a huge part of my job is teaching dual credit courses. It's a job that I generally enjoy and I do not take lightly. Now, these courses are not easy. It is college after all. Yes. It's my job per the university through which the courses are offered to uphold the academic standards, which includes standard regarding plagiarism. Mm-hmm. If I get one more phone call or tersely worded email from a mama who is mistakenly trying to advocate for her child when they've plagiarized, my head is going to pop off. And they're in college, y'all, not elementary school. I mean, it's dual enroll, so they're high school college. But if okay, you okay. are smart enough to do college course, you need to know the rules of college life and also mm-hmm. adult life. And Uh also, all life, maybe just don't plagiarize. (laughs) Especially nowadays, I know there's a lot of resources for plagiarizing, but if you think that people haven't scoured to find that, you're crazy. Uh Uh-huh. It's dangerous to plagiarize these days. Can't really get away with murder anymore and probably shouldn't plagiarize. (laughs) I'm just saying, okay? (laughs) I didn't get to my position being a slacker. I worked my ass off for not one, but two degrees. And when said university required me to take another course, I did it. Mm -hmm. I'm currently doing it. These mamas don't realize that I taught their children just as I did every other student every other year. Mm -hmm. I taught their children to do better. Their students know better, but aren't choosing better. Their phone call or email is a waste of their time. They need to be talking to their kids. I have a job to do, and I did it. I always have and always freaking will. Teachers are fleeing the classroom, and no one can blame us. Why would anyone want to choose to be berated on a weekly freaking basis for doing Mm. their job? Why would anyone sign up for doing, sign up to work an eight-hour day only to take work home and work another one to two hours every night? Why would anyone work to earn a degree 
and take the low pay that teachers in the U.S. are paid. Oy, so cute. Mm-hmm. I'm not even getting into the crap that is, quote, don't say gay legislation. Dumb on you, Florida. Agreed. Mm-hmm. If you think you can do a better job than I'm doing, well, then come on over because we have plenty of room for you. I'll mm-hmm. save you a seat. We get started for next year, next week. Don't even start with that shit that teachers get three months off because it's a lie. Uh, That is a lie. I know that for a fact. Mm -hmm. Everybody always thinks, too, Dan Tipton being in production, they're like, oh, hiatus. He gets three months off. Mm, That's not how it works. Uh, And the people that are the production crew, the non-actors, are the ones who are working before, Uh during, and after everyone is gone home for the day or the season. Same with teachers. They're grading that homework. You know what I mean? Which is why I have an issue with, like, assigning a lot of homework. It's not good for the teachers and it's not good for the students. Whatever. We won't get into those weeds. But what I do want to say to this person is they are so right about Mm -hmm. qualified teachers. Mm -hmm. We have spoken many, many times. Teachers are heroes. Uh, I don't know why anyone would sign up for the low pay that they do after they've spent hundreds of thousands on a higher education. Yep. It's because they're wonderful human beings that care about the future. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Listen, I am a big proponent of you are the only advocate for your child. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to tell you, if a teacher came up at me and said, your kid may have plagiarized, you better bet. Before I ever come at that teacher, I'm going to pour over every word Mm -hmm. of that. And then I'm going to take it to the internet and type in chunks of it. Yes. And see if I can find it before I go berating that teacher now i have been terse with a teacher before who used an example of the child is very fat and the whole class laughed at it that's a big difference Uh uh-huh you know what i mean Uh, of course that was that's a big difference and then she said to me i'm sorry do you not like black people when we were on the phone and i didn't even know she was black so that was a whole i cannot (laughs) i remember that yes but my experience over covid in dealing with un qualified teachers was shocking to me. I mean, mm-hmm. I have always appreciated teachers. I I think probably more than other people uh, because my experience as a child is I was completely invisible to teachers. Mm-hmm. I just was. And teachers nowadays make a real effort to make sure that every child is seen. Yes. At least here. I don't think it's like that everywhere, but I do sure. feel like here uh, most teachers, the only way you can do it every day is if you love it. Exactly. But during COVID, that changed. Teachers were gone. Teachers were scared. Teachers were quitting. Some needed to be working in the building. Some needed to be virtual teachers. And we got, uh, um, there were not enough qualified teachers and we got unqualified teachers. Mm-hmm. And I am telling you, there is nothing worse. There's nothing worse for their education, for their self-esteem. For yeah. I mean, you would be shocked the things that people were doing in classrooms with our children that I was like, I am not a teacher mm-hmm. and I know this is wrong. Exactly. <laughs> so before you come flying at a teacher, I would say, know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that there aren't times that mama bears have to come out. There of course. are, but you better be damn sure that you're right. Yep. And also I think, look, there's good and bad in every profession. We've said this constantly throughout the years of talking about this but i really do believe that there's probably more good teachers than bad maybe not i just know i've had 
really bad ones and I've had incredible ones that changed my life that I think of to this day from elementary right. through college, right? Mm -hmm. But I do know the struggle and we both have friends that teach that they feel when dealing with parents, there is like, again, I understand people get defensive and don't want people talking about their child and all that, but it's like, you need to get a grip and you need to take a look at reality mm -hmm. because some of my friends that literally dedicate their lives to other people's kids mm -hmm. as teachers, mm -hmm. the backlash that they get sometimes from parents, the unwillingness to listen, mm -hmm. the straight up denial of what is being presented. And it's like, mm -hmm. we aren't trying to offend you and we are not blaming you. We are just stating what we are observing in this yeah, classroom. These things don't get better if you don't address them. Right? Yeah. And it's, again, you've got the ones that say, oh my God, thank you so much or help us. Do you have resources for things like that? The parents that are willing to do and try whatever. And then you have some, and I know this even from when I worked at a preschool and a daycare, you have some parents that couldn't even be bothered to come in and pick up their child's weekly artwork and their checklist. And that's what would break my heart. And that's why I hated working in that industry. I'm like, yeah. these little babies are here with us all day and all week. And I understand these parents are working you can't take two minutes to come in and see if your kid went to the bathroom each day or if they ate their lunch or see the projects that we worked on. And it's because they just didn't care. It wasn't because they were too busy. They just couldn't be bothered. Right. Right. And it's not okay. So to this listener, well, and I just want to say you. too, absolutely. Teachers go above and beyond too, because they don't get the resources they need for their classroom. No. They never do. And they take that out of their own pocket. Yes. And I make a point. I am not rich by any means, but I can help. And you bring I'm, supplies for your I child's do. class every year. Twice a year. I yep. do it in the fall and I do it in the spring. And I ask the teacher, what do you want? What do mm -hmm. you need? So specifically this time she said, usually it's like Kleenex and hand sanitizer mm -hmm. and things like that. Well, the schools are being provided some of that stuff because of COVID. And she was like, would you mind? I would really love to get a couple of board games for the kids. I was like, no, I don't mind. I and like, it. she had a list of five or six. And she was like, any one of these would work. Some of them were $8.99, you guys. That's, That's a coffee, basically. Yes. Or a juice. And yes. I was like, yes, I will get these. And not only was my son excited, but the other kids, when we were walking up for open house, were like, what's that? What's that? Like, mm -hmm. couldn't, and she, the teacher lit up. She could not believe that I brought supplies and three board games. Like, I love that. And it was nothing. It was like a meal out. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, I sacrificed a Taco Bell for us on Friday night <laughs> <laughs> to bring these children in this classroom what they needed. And yep. it's totally. not that hard. And if only two or three parents out of the class do that two or three times a year, what a huge help major major instead of attacking i'm sorry but when your teacher says hey mm -hmm. plagiarism you, you got to look into that because it's yes. <laughs> it's something that's so common you Seriously. really gotta you gotta look i'm sorry that that happened to our agreed all right 
Ay, ay, ay. Let's move on. To, oh, no. A cleansing breath. A we sneezy a cleansing, breath. cleansing breath. Why don't we tell people how to get a hold of us <clears throat> so that you can say what they can get a hold of us with, and then we'll cleanse ourselves. Hot damn. I forgot. Yes. Thank you, Dana. Yeah. Please find us at the Rants and Raves podcast on both Twitter. Excuse me. Starting over. Please find us at the Rants and Raves podcast on both Instagram and Facebook. If you want to go to Twitter at raves underscore the, you can send us a direct email at the Rants and Raves podcast at gmail.com or go to our website, www.therantsandravespodcast at. Y'all, I can't think. <laughs> The Rants and Raves Podcast.com. Hit the contact button for the love of God. Somebody help me. We're also on YouTube. You can have audio or video. There is one video up. I'm going to uh, try and get a couple more if I can stop burping, guys. I do have one ready to go. But also, I just want to tell you I guess because our equipment is, I keep telling you guys, like Jessica and I live in the stone ages of the computer world, I guess, because you can see that our, our, cameras are not great but then also i'm not joking it takes like six hours to render out and then another four hours to upload like <laughs> i don't know what i'm doing so i do have one ready hopefully by the time you hear this maybe there'll be one or two more out i don't know Hilarious. guys i'm doing my best we're all doing <laughs> the best we can dana would you like to lead us into a lovely cleansing breath I would. I would. I actually, if you don't care, I'm going to take an extra second to pull up a song for you guys to learn. And then we're going to take a, a breath together. Is that weird? Uh, you know what? These days, nothing is weird to me. Well, I said I was going to, but then when I looked him up, uh, I can't find him. I know I've, I know I've sent him things. Send you things from him. Maybe I won't do it this week. <laughs> I can't even find him now. You know what I'm talking about, right? No. Remember Mr. Chaz? So I I follow this guy on Instagram who is a who is like a child specialist. Okay. And oh yeah, yes, 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 yes. Mr. Chaz. Okay, I'm gonna pause that for a second. He mm -hmm. is this child he specializes in children and behavior and things like that and mm -hmm. he is very much like against spanking all those kinds of things for whatever that's worth to you guys I'm, I'm not a spanker but um he is also very big about breathing when you get overwhelmed or when you have big feelings or whatever mm -hmm. so with the rants and raves podcast one of the cornerstones of our podcast is that we rant out the big things and the little things for a mm -hmm. sense of normalcy. We got to do both, right? Right. Sometimes they're big issues. Sometimes they're not. They just bug us and that's mm -hmm. perfectly okay. And then we get all that out and then we take a cleansing breath. We take a deep breath in, blow out all the bad and fill up with goodness, right? Mm -hmm. So he has come up with these songs or learned songs over the years that I think will help you and your children. And if you're alone in your car, you can feel free to do it. Are we ready to hear? And then we'll take a breath together. Yes. Okay, here we go. Cutest. 
Jessica? Yes. <laughs> you muted yourself and I was just staring at you. I was like, did she pass out? He's also got one about being a turtle when you're having mm-hmm. good feelings and just turtling and hugging yourself. Uh, it's so mm-hmm. cute. Anyway, my point is breathing really does help. Absolutely. So if you can scream it out, if you're by yourself and you want to scream it out, I highly recommend it lets a lot of pressure out. If sure you can't, does. If you can't, wherever you are, nobody has to know. Just take a big deep breath with us. Okay? All right. All right. Here we go. Take a deep breath in. And. <sighs> Wonderful. Excellent. If you want to be happy, then just breathe. I love it. <laughs> so cute. I'm going to go right into corners. All this right. is sent to us from a listener. Her name is Ashley. Okay, <laughs> ladies. Oh, boy. Something for you, LOL. I would probably use this as a rave, but I could also see this as an animal instincts corner. You ladies are the professionals, so you can see where it fits best. I just wanted to make sure to get the material to you guys because it made me giggle. I saw this in a Facebook group for moms and proceeded to look it up on Amazon. I'll post the link below. Thanks for all you do and making my morning routines a little bit more comical. Very kind. Mm -hmm. So this is a book called There Are Moms Way Worse Than You. Okay. Irrefutable proof that you are indeed a fantastic parent. I might need to buy this book. So this is super cute. And it does. I was like, oh, okay. But then I'm like, oh, I can actually see some of the pages, which I love. So I'm going to read you some of the examples. Okay. You won't be worse than hamster moms, no matter how hard you try. Sometimes they eat their newborn pups. We still don't yet know why. Oh, cute. They rhyme. The horror Mm -hmm. is rhyming. Okay, Mm -hmm. cool. (laughs) A mom giraffe is pretty nice until the fetus drops. She'll birth a newborn baby calf, then kick him till he walks. I feel like my parents did that a little bit. (laughs) Proverbially. (laughs) If someone calls you selfish mom and makes you feel like crud, Tell them sometimes Dracula ants will suck their baby's blood. What? First of all, mind blown. Why did I not know that there are Dracula ants? I don't know. And I didn't either. And the they all have a drawing. And this one is a giant ant with a visor and sunglasses drinking a Mai Tai in a lounge chair by the pool. Not a Just enjoying or life. Or a widow's peak? Nothing Dracula related. Oh, I don't like that. (laughs) Hilarious. They're like "Mm, too Halloweeny, right? (laughs) Whenever you feel guilty that you haven't cleaned the house, sexton beetles raise their kids in a decomposing mouse. Yep. Nope. I didn't live inside of anything dead growing up. Thank you, mom and dad. And neither does my child. I am amazing so far. <laughs> <laughs> last but not least, this is the last of the pages that they let us sneak. I have to get, I am it. going to get this book. I mean, I am. 
An eagle mom believes in survival of the strong. She'll let her little eaglets fight until the death. How wrong. Whoa. <laughs> How crazy it is. How crazy. Literally sending you this link I have to right get it. Now. And instantly <laughs> I started thinking of my two sisters and I was like, who would have won? Okay. Oh my God. That it's does really make me nuts. feel like a better parent, if I'm being honest. <laughs> Just a fun little thing. Thank you for that. We always need a laugh. I and thank love you it. For sending that in. Oh, I got several things out of that. First of all, I am going to buy the book so that mm -hmm. I can read it incessantly on bad days. <laughs> and then also, I have a rabbit hole to go down of the Dracula ant. I'm sorry. What? Yes. That's a day of research for Yes. But also, I thought that too. I'm like, ooh, I want to look up every one of these animals and their practices with what the young. they do to their babies. The sexton beetle. I mean, in some ways, though, I'm like, smart mama. Nobody gonna come looking in that dead stink <laughs> for your babies. <laughs> That's a sacrifice, to mama. That's not abusive. That's a sacrifice. She loved them, baby. <laughs> She's like, I will live in this oh my decomposing God. stink to keep my babies alive. <laughs> oh, and maybe they eat it, too. There might be a snack involved. <laughs> it's funny that you just said decomposing stink. Because that's a great segue into your corner. Spoiler alert. Oh, no. Spoiler alert. Oh, no. Especially because the title is a, um, nope corner it, there's like seven m's and then nope in all capitals <laughs> oh no and then of course with the link there's just a few hint words and i don't like it uh -huh. oh no this is from cnn uh -huh. this is by zoe satil okay zoe hmm. <laughs> i can't Fire crews rescue Washington woman after she falls headfirst into toilet. Okay. Oh, I'm mad at the first line. Zoe, <sighs> if you think hiking stinks, get a load of this. Zoe, Satil, don't start this with a joke, a pun, some poop puns. It's chaos over here right now. I also locked Lucy out. Have you heard her losing her mind? Yes. <laughs> I have. Should I go, should I go let her in? Mike, she hears it. I can't say anything. I hear her, but I was like, maybe they can't. I should let her in. Yes. Okay, one second. You can <laughs> you can entertain everyone. Oh my god! Who's creeped out? Who's creeped out? I'm gonna just sit here till she's back. This is what she gets for going away. And now you see. Do you keep that for Zoom meetings? This was handed to me by a flight attendant that I was not having it with on a flight to Austin, Texas for the improv and comedy festival that I did with Kind Strangers many moons ago. And their half of our flight was a frat party that was rowdy as hell, 
drunk and obnoxious as can be. And the middle-aged flight attendant was just <laughs> giggling about them nonstop. Lady, you're not their type. They weren't interested. They were flirting with you, so you'd keep serving them past the limit. So I, of course, was huffing and puffing. And I think I said something once, maybe a little bit louder than under my breath. And uh-huh. then she came like a tin soldier marching down the aisle with this up to her face and looked me dead in the eye and said, looks like you could use a smile and handed this to me. And I have had it ever since. (laughs) I just want to say, I mean, it took some real brass balls for her to do that. You know what I did? Were you furious? I took it from her and I said, no, you, you need turned to calm it down. upside down. I used to torment my nephew who lives in Croatia with that when he was little and we would zoom with him. If I put that thing up, he would shriek, and that kid's not scared it of is anything. Scary. He's like, please stop. It's really creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. That is insanity. How did she not get fired for that? <laughs> okay, wait. I didn't even get past the first sentence of this. Also, did you hear Lucy run in here, like checking to see if the house was still standing? Yes. God, she's like, I hear you in there. Admittedly, woman. at first, I thought it was a parrot. And I was like, you don't need to ask her if she got a parrot. I know for a fact she would have told you, but I was like, you don't know that for exotic a exotic bird. You don't know that for a fact because I didn't tell you that yesterday my neighbor was like, "Come see our new pet," and it's a baby possum. Uh, <laughs> my rooster, my rooster chicken's neighbor, <laughs> with the oh two giant dogs God. that bark incessantly. <laughs> no, dear God, no. All right. Anyway, if you think hiking stinks, get a load of this. I think I just snapped. I just hit my limit. <laughs> I'm going to be burping on the floor in two minutes. Can't handle it. A woman was rescued by two fire crews after she fell headfirst into a vault toilet. What is a vault toilet? While trying to retrieve her cell phone at a park on Olympic Peninsula, Washington. Okay. The woman in her mid-40s, easily, could have been me, (laughs) was using an outhouse at Mount Walker, a popular destination for hikers. This is why I don't hike. On April 19th, when the accident occurred, a vault toilet is a, oh, they're going to tell us, guys. A vault toilet is a waterless, non-flush toilet usually placed at outdoor locations like campgrounds, so named because the toilets store waste in an airtight vault underground. Uh, is that like a lake toilet? Just a hole in the ground? I'm picturing like a septic tank. You remember those black holes you yes. used to potty yes. in when we were kids at campgrounds and parks? I hate it. And I faked being terrifying. sick once because of the outhouse. I'm not joking. Go terrifying. on. Terrifying. There's yes. terrifying black holes of horror. Yes. Uh, after dropping her phone in the toilet, the woman disassembled the seat. Uh-uh. Maybe. I mean, I know phones are expensive, but I'm going to have to buy insurance. Yes, bye bye phone. something. 
disassembled the seat. I'm going to add my own words. Uh-uh. Disassembled the seat by touching that nasty thing that hundreds of people have used in public where they don't care if they're clean or dirty because most of them aren't even clean in their own homes. No. And housing of the toilet in an attempt to reach it. The fire department said on Facebook that she used a dog leash to try to fish it out. What? Before, yep. To, before using it to support herself as she tried to grab the phone. Uh-uh. She was not MacGyver girl. You can't use a dog leash to fish out your, your phone and then go, well, that didn't work. How about I hang myself from <laughs> above ground with this dog leash? What? The attempt, the attempt failed. Spoiler alert. <laughs> and she slid into the toilet. Fortunately, uh, fortunately, I don't think there's anything fortunate in this story. Fortunately, no. after 20 minutes inside the vault, 20 minutes inside of poo-poo's and I would be of dead. strangers. I'd be was, dead. Oh, my God. She found her phone and used it to call 911. Was she by herself? Where yeah. were her friends? Where was her friend to tell her no? Forget it. Let's go. And then where were her friends for 20 minutes while she swam in feces? I don't know. Oh, my God. Crews from the Brennan Fire Department and some other fire rescue, I can't pronounce, reported to the scene and pulled her to safety. God. According to the fire department, the uninjured woman. No, she's injured. Even if it's mentally, she's scarred for life. <laughs> the uninjured woman was washed down and given a Tyvek suit to wear. But she declined any further medical treatment and continued on her way. The patient was extremely fortunate not to be overcome by toxic gases or sustain injury, the department said. Toxic gases, I didn't even think about that. But yes, and also, God only knows what kind of brain-eating amoebas and penis-crawling bugs and okay. fish were living in there. I've been holding my breath for half of this corner. Denied further medical treatment. No, I would be like, look me over with everything you have. Let me tell you something. After the third Silkwood shower that I would have <laughs> demanded they give me with a metal rake. Yes. You better believe they better have had an industrial nose Frida on standby. Something. To suck out every orifice of my body. You're going to need to pump my stomach. You're going to need to clean out my lungs. Yes, and I know. And flush it's it all out with bleach. Uh -huh. I lose my eyesight. Oh, well, okay. that's the price to pay. That's what I get for hanging myself from a dog leash to get my phone out of oh, the toilet. God, a me. vault toilet. I, there's so much, like, I would be like, no, put me in a washing machine before I would go home with nothing. I understand yes. it's embarrassing, but you made that choice. The embarrassment part, you've already stepped over that line. Okay, you have to let it go. There's yeah. no coming back from it. I'm going to tell y'all in case I didn't already. I know I told Dana, but I don't know that I said this on the podcast. I dropped my phone into a toilet and let's just say it wasn't pee last <laughs> okay. week. No. Last week. And yes, I <laughs> did. I know. Trust me, even though... It, came from my own body i was like well maybe i just have to say goodbye to that phone i i couldn't i literally did, i mean my life is on this phone no joke yeah. and the thirty thousand pictures i have that aren't backed up for that reason oh, alone Jessica, you i have had to, to back that stuff up i poured up. half a bottle <laughs> 
first of all, I washed it with soap and water, knowing that could short out the phone. I washed it with soap and water. I poured half a bottle of isopropyl alcohol all over the front and back of it, and then used eight different times, uh, what do you call it, alcohol wipes to scrub the front and back of the phone and the casing, and then picked it up again with new gloves and set it on paper towels to dry. Well, I'm just going to say, at least that's an object. You didn't fall into the toilet. Absolutely not. Because in my mind, I am obviously playing this out, right? What's if it fell person- in an outhouse, it could have been a child. I'm sorry. Bye. Jessica, what <laughs> is the first thing you do when you fall? Ah! Just an open orifice no, for all cannot, of the gases. Cannot, cannot, and cannot will not. You scream. That's the first thing you're going to do when you fall. Yes. And you are just inviting all of that yuck into your mm-hmm. body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they would have had to pressure wash bleach up my butthole till it came out my nose and eye corners, <clears> and <throat> I would still feel dirty. <laughs> yes. My friend lost her phone into a porta potty at uh, New Orleans Jazz Fest no. or Mardi Gras one year. No. Guess what? One of our friends got it for her. She knew. She goes, it's gone. I. That's it. He's like, oh, God, I'll get it. I'm like, that man should be sainted. I had a guy at a hotel that jumped into a garbage dumpster for me to get my dad's medication one time. Because we threw it away in the bag, all sealed with, I mean, hero. We bought him, we bought him very fancy lunch. 5G, 5G, pay him for that 5G, (laughs) y'all. Oh, lordy. Well, whatever you do or don't hear is par for the course. And <laughs> we'll try to finish up our r- raves that you hopefully hear. Am I up first or are you? I can't oh, yes. remember. Oh, you know what? I reversed the order. Let me quickly go to mine. Um, okay. This is uh, one of the feel-good stories that I think we all need right now. Mm-hmm. This is... An ER nurse who volunteers with patients during her time off. And I realize now that we are on video, it's probably better if I don't read it from the computer screen and read it from my phone. All right. This is brought to us from theweek.com. This is from this past week. The author is Catherine Garcia. When she's not working as an ER nurse at Southern Hills Hospital in Las Vegas, Brooke Johns is often still at the hospital, serving as a volunteer instead. What? (laughs) Johns spends some of her free time offering hair care for patients, going from room to room to see who would like to have their hair brushed or braided or receive a head massage. I've seen this. It's so Uh, beautiful. She enjoys being a soothing presence for patients who are recovering from surgery or have been in the hospital for months and likes that she's not rushed like she would be during regular work hours. Mm. Ah, bless this woman. I get to go in and there's no time clock, John said. There's no, I've got to get to the next patient room. If somebody needs me for an hour, I can give them an hour. If somebody needs me for 15 minutes, I can give them 15 minutes. There's freedom in that. Mm. Since John started volunteering her time a year ago, she has helped more than 100 patients, including Sierra Stein. 
Last July, Stein was hospitalized for a month with complications from COVID-19, and because of safety protocols, she couldn't have many visitors. When Johns would walk into the room, armed with a brush and ready to detangle some hair, Stein was thrilled. That physical touch and that interaction means so much when you're so helpless and so alone. 100%. Some patients are surprised to see their nurse back after ending her workday and offer to pay Johns for her time. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not why I'm here. It's not a business thing. It's a healing thing. Mm -hmm. That is so beyond. First of all, uh, we also say this all the time. Anyone who volunteers any of their time to a worthy cause and to help others, good on you. Absolutely. Okay. I have said it ad nauseum. If everyone volunteered for one thing, one day a year, look what we would have in this world. Mm-hmm. This is so incredible, and we all know the power of touch, the power Mm -hmm. of connection, and needing to have that kind of a bond. And when people are stuck, alone and isolated due to uh, contaminated situations, infectious disease, protocols during a pandemic that none of us ever expected, whatever it is, family is too far to get to them, Mm -hmm. for someone to sit with you Uh, I remember when I was in the hospital once for a week and a man came by and stood at the door and he said, hello, excuse me. I thought you might like a friend. And I started bawling and I said, yes, I would. He had a dog that was, I don't remember how big he was the size of a great Pyrenees. Mm -hmm. And he brought the dog in just for me to touch. And I'm telling you now that's my neighbors. I know that's not Lucy. I let her in. She's sleeping. She's fine. Look at my face. I know. That moment of really seriously having that touch, having interaction with someone to talk to, and having the love of a being and that being happening to be a dog, which I'm a huge animal lover, that was something that I will never, ever forget. Also, I remember St. Joseph's Hospital in Atlanta. It's an incredible hospital. It is run by nuns. And I remember... I am not Catholic, but I remember a lady came by my room once. She couldn't have been more than 4'11". This teeny, teeny, tiny little nun. She said, may I come in and and pray with you? And I said, or for you. I don't even know what she said. I was like, yes, I can use all the help I need. Yeah. It's just lovely for someone to have the time and just be with you, let alone to touch. And for somebody to fix your hair, you feel so gross and Yes. Shower. No, it's incredible. You know, I think <sighs> I think most of our listeners are OG listeners and kind of mm-hmm. know my story. But um, back in what was it, 2010? I guess I shattered my right arm, mm-hmm. like the whole the whole top right bone just shattered into a million pieces. Bad. And Bad. then all the bones died, and they had to dig them out. And then they rotor rooted out my leg to try and get new mm-hmm. bone to shove in that would grow back in my arm. It was very horrific thing in my life and when it first happened it was on a friday there were no surgeons on staff there was just an emergency surgeon so um he was sick he had a cold so i had to exist for three days of my life with shattered bones that every time i went potty or moved in any way we could hear my bones going together like like pop rocks in there okay and it was excruciatingly painful. I can't even, way worse than childbirth. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't. Um, 
our friend Bridget Kloss. Now, I lived out here in LA. I mm-hmm. don't have family out here. It happened on such a weird, like, it, just random, mm-hmm. you know? And Dan Tipton was shooting a movie either in Boston or Baltimore. He was gone. And at that time, we were younger and didn't have kids. And sometimes he'd be gone for six months, mm-hmm. you know? I remember So that. before any of my, eventually, my grandma, my grandmama, Neva, mm-hmm. Uh, came out and lived with me for a few months till I could get where I could just pull my own pants up, <laughs> you know. Um, but in the beginning, I was alone in the hospital and I was in a not very good hospital and there were mistakes made in my surgery. When I went mm-hmm. under anesthesia, they had forgotten to have me sign. Like it was a nightmare. But Bridget Kloss, our friend Bridget, came to the hospital and she brought a vanilla plug in because I like the smell mm-hmm. of vanilla and then she brought a peppermint body lotion and she would just wipe my arm and my neck and my chest and anywhere mm-hmm. where your skin is showing. Right. She would wipe me down and then she would put that lotion and rub it into me. Aww. And I would bawl like a baby and just say, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. It was the healing of the touch, the yep. comfort the feeling like I didn't stink because mm-hmm. I felt stinky at every first. I could smell myself practically. Yes. You know what there's I'm nothing saying? you can do about it. Nothing. There's nothing. And you feel disgusting and you're hurting. I cannot tell you the healing and relief mm. just emotionally that brought for me. Mm-hmm. And it's something I've carried on when I go, when I'm helping someone in the hospital, I say, what kind of scent do you like? Let me bring you a plug in. Let me bring you, you know, mm-hmm. oil reed mm-hmm. sticks or whatever mm-hmm. so that you have that comfort yes. of a smell that you enjoy mm-hmm. but i'm telling you the touch when my mama was sick my baby sister would wash her hair and fix it for mm-hmm. her and that was like a miracle to her yeah of course so yeah i love that so i much. love it too this woman is her own kind of hero for mm-hmm. sure on her own time Ugh, love that's right Okay, here we go. I'm moving into mine. I really love this one. I love yours too. These are great, great Mm -hmm. uh, raves this week. Okay, I want to pull up what you sent me first. Sorry, I have the website up. But Mm -hmm. okay, so I got this from the uh, Good News Movement, which is a Instagram handle at Good News underscore Movement that I follow. I think you do too, Jessica. We both Mm -hmm. love these kinds of these kinds of accounts. in Denmark, there are libraries where you can borrow a person instead of a book to listen to their life story for 30 minutes. The goal is to fight prejudice. Each person has a tile, unemployed, refugee, bipolar, etc. But listening to their story, you realize how much you shouldn't judge a book by its cover. This innovative project is active in 85 plus countries and it's called the Human Library, creating new connections learning and expanding together. So they actually have an Instagram account too. It's at human library organization. That's their handle. And then I also went to their website. Um, The human library is a not-for-profit learning platform that has hosted personal conversations designed to challenge stigma and stereotypes since 2000. Wow. The concept is the human library will create a safe space for dialogue where topics are discussed openly between our human books and their readers. All of our human books are volunteers with personal experience with their topic. The human library is a place where difficult questions are expected, mm-hmm. appreciated, and answered. Ooh. The human library hosts events virtually and in libraries, museums, 
festivals, conferences, schools, universities, and for the private sector. We have published our books in over 80 countries. I think it is so incredible. There's so much information on this website. Please go look yep. at it, humanlibrary.org. Um, you can become a community friend. If you want to help create dialogue, you can start hosting and presenting in the human library community. Mm-hmm. Um, you can become a corporate friend. I mean, I just can't. There's too much to even share here. It's a it really, sense. really cool concept. And it I is. had never heard of it. Me either. We publish people as open books. It's beautiful. 20 years of experience. I mean, I just can't. There's too much to share. I could mm-hmm. go on all day long. Humanlibrary.org. I think it's beautiful. I think yes. when you hear a story that you've never been able to relate to mm-hmm. from a person and you're looking at them and you mm-hmm. see them as the human that they are. There is so much growth that can come from that. I mean, I know there have been things in my life multiple times that I've been like, I don't get it. Just don't get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't get it. I'm sorry. It doesn't seem that difficult. And then you meet that person and you hear and you you experience through their experience and you mm-hmm. go, holy cow, I'm a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. <clears throat> this is incredible. Humanlibrary.org. Yes. I have to shut up or I'll just keep talking. It's beautiful. Thank you for that lovely rave. Absolutely. You can find them on Instagram and and um, go to their website as well. Love it. Love it. Jessica. Dana. I think that's our show. I think it is. Uh, do you want to tell people how to get a hold of us? Yes. And I will say it without being tongue-tied. Whatever. You I make you it. say it. I always make you say it because how we've been doing this, what, almost three years now? Is it three years? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I still trip up on this. That's why I'm always like, "Eh, Jessica, let everybody know. (laughs) (laughs) You can find us at the Rants and Raves podcast on both Instagram and Facebook on Twitter at Raves underscore the. You can find our YouTube channel, the Rants and Raves podcast. You can email us at the Rants and Raves podcast at gmail.com or go to our website, hit the contact button, www.therantsandravespodcast.com. Thank you. We appreciate you. And as we said, the uh, messages have been flowing in. Keep them coming. We love sharing your wit and candor and everything in between. And thank you all for the support and for spreading the love. Yes, indeed. Um, And thank you so much. It seems like we're getting good support on our YouTube, Mm -hmm. which I know we only have the one video up, but I think some new listeners are finding us. If you have a chance to just like let us play on your computer, you can even mute us. Those views help us get to new listeners. We're noticing that we're getting some new subscribers, which Mm -hmm. just broadens our community and opens us up to other wonderful and hilarious things that we should know or we should learn about the horrible things so we can stop it. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, Jessica, are you watching anything you need to share about? Nope. I watched The Batman and I highly recommend it. I've heard it's great. Muy caliente. It's very very film noir in its look and its feel. And I like it. And everybody's great in it. And uh, Robert Pattinson, it makes a real sexy Batman. I think he's fantastic. Yeah. He's great. And Paul Dano, who I I love. love. Well, you're going to freak. I think he's going to win an Oscar someday. I've thought that since um, Little Miss Sunshine. Sunshine. Um, I know. 
Yeah. Well, he's the Riddler. Yeah, and he's awesome. He's fantastic. And that is a perfect segue for me to remind you again, even though I text you about it, you need to watch Escape at Denmora because Paul Dano stars with one of my favorites, Benicio del Toro. Mason Pat- Benicio. Okay, and Patricia Arquette, who's outstanding in everything she does. Please watch that. You love okay. true crime. It's a true story. It's so good. Jessica, I've been really busy watching I Murdered My BFF and the 167,000th documentary about John Wayne Gacy. Oh, my God. Netflix just released a new one. I'm like, are we still on Gacy? But I got to tell you, they released some stuff that I was like, I was not aware of that. It is a very graphic. It is a very graphic it's not good for you. It's not good for you. However, I also watched, uh, I believe, all the episodes of the uh, Barack Obama narrated nature show. No, How I have good one was left. It? No, I have one left. Have you loved done. every minute of it? Uh, yes, it's really it's beautiful. It's so beautiful, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's really good. And yeah, I How watched cool it. Is I binged it? it back to back. It was so That's good. what we did. Yeah. How you loved the part about, I mean, again, I love all of it, but about the Patagonia the, region and uh, how they're bringing back pumas and those animals that I couldn't pronounce that are oh like llamas. God. So beautiful. Yeah. They're a uh, uh, descend or a relative of the mm-hmm. llama. They look just like llamas. I know. They look like alpacas. They're so cute. Llamas. I know. Anyway, so I've been busy with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I killed my BFF. Not a great show. Don't know. I mean, it's not a bad show. But it wasn't necessary. Hilarious. Uh, probably not necessary for me to fill my brain with the horrors of John Wayne Gacy. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> the nature show was good, though. <laughs> um, okay, so that's what we've been watching. Uh, yes. I do have a point to ponder. Lay it on us. I'm, I feel like I'm not going to see you for a little bit. You know, our episodes, we were. No, talking- I'm going to see you before I leave town because I oh, need okay. to give you stuff. Okay. Just, it's going to happen. <laughs> well, I enjoy you. I, I miss enjoy you. you immensely. I don't know when is the last time I saw you in person. I Christmas? don't either. I think so. Anyway. Oh, no, I ran into you at Trader Joe's. Remember, I went to see. Oh, yeah. We were almost like. I almost called him Howlin'. When we're trying to keep them secret. (laughs) Hilarious. Okay. Anyway, I do miss you. I love you. Uh, I would like to see you before you leave. Absolutely. Uh, I've got a point for us to ponder here. Actually, I'm going to give you three only because I took a picture of it. I think they're all three very interesting and I'll never find them again. You know how that happens. Yes. Okay. So there's actually a word for someone giving an opinion on something they know nothing about. I don't think I'm going to pronounce it correctly, but I want you guys to look it up. You can teach me how to say it because there are definitely times I just want to stare at people and call them this and just say this word. It's specifically Dan Tipton. Sometimes I will just look at him and go, you don't know what you're talking about, do you? Oh my <laughs> And God. at some point he has to go, you're right. I don't. What is it? <laughs> it is ultra- Crepidarian. So let me spell it for you. Ultra, U L T R A C R E P I D A R I N. Ultra crepidarian. That's how I would pronounce it. Yeah. Someone giving an opinion on something they know nothing about. Hilarious. You're, you're welcome for that. Write it down. Mm-hmm. Remember it. This one just was like, really? 
the Chupa Chups logo. You know what I'm talking about? Those suckers? Yes. Yummy. They're yummy suckers. Mm-hmm. You see them in the dollar store and stuff, and you're like, I don't need a dollar store sucker. I'm telling you, pick that up. It's a Chupa Chup. Yum. It's <laughs> <This is> good. <laughs> the logo, which is very recognizable, mm-hmm. designed by Salvador Dali. Oh. A surrealist artist in 1969. So not only is it Chupa Yum, it's Chupa Art. There's <laughs> some art in your life. And you bet it. <laughs> and then last one, and I'll let you go. But this is just, this is like, I, I my mom would have done this. My mom would have mm-hmm. fed me this. Ketchup was once sold as a medicine. It was prescribed and sold to people suffering with indigestion. And we're back in full circle. I am egg burping and on my way. To swallow a gallon of ketchup. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be back. <laughs> Just don't put ketchup on your eggs because that's nasty. Gross. I would never. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thanks for buckling in and oh my sticking God. with us for the ride. Last awesome. week I told you to buckle in and we were already done with the show. So now <laughs> I'm thanking you for staying seated and enduring this roller coaster. And keeping your hands inside the cart. <laughs> also, at the very end, all of our video is like, I'm so laggy. I don't know. You might have to watch for another five minutes after we're done talking just to Hilarious. catch up on our faces. Oh, 5G internet. You're the best. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna quit bitch and have a good week. Blink. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs>